0: Hello,
1: now it's all right? I I Hi, this is Nitya. Hi, this is Shrishti. And welcome to our podcast, Do We Make Sense? Hi everybody, so today we are discussing about femininity and how it played a major role in our life and what. and what? her And what. Everything, everything
0: that comes in between. <laughs> uh, chalo. Well, I mean, I don't know if we should call it femininity in that sense, but... I think it's just our experience as a girl, a woman and how it changed over time, our perception of being a girl, how it changed over time and how it started. So just to like get us into the conversation, I'll just ask like what kind of women made up your family? Like was it a very positive environment where women were supportive of each other and everybody was supportive of women? Like did you grow up in that sense? Where now if you can look back and see, was it like a progressive state of mind that time?
1: So I think in my family, it was like a mixed situation. Some women were very, very supportive and some women were obviously Passing comments that this or But I think my biggest role model in my life is my grandmother because when I talk about this or these are the concepts, she has been somebody who hasn't said me anything and she has always been somebody who I motivate always to be myself, you know, ki she gives me enough freedom, he I can choose things for myself. Yeah. So what about you? How was the environment in your family? Like, well, very different,
0: because I can, I mean, see a lot of women from my family listen to this podcast. So I'm not bad mouthing them directly. But it's just that I am bringing to light a topic that a lot of Indian kids experience is that women aren't kind to each other especially like here well because i grew up in a place where it was common for women to put each other down because men to were already doing that because men to by default are just sexist or misogynistic like they have to learn how to be better but i guess even the case was similar with the women in my family as well because most of them are sexist still are some have gotten better over the years i think i was a good influence in that sense that i really made sure to like bring light to things like that but there are still some women in my family who are majorly majorly sexist who like want me to get married as soon as i turn 23 who like, you know, remind me of my weight every time they see me, remind me of my color every time they see me. So there's a lot of misogyny that I grew up in. And it was because it wasn't as if that they were doing it to me. But they don't have to be mean to me to understand that they're not kind to everybody. You know, they weren't particularly kind to the women in the family.
1: I totally agree with women being put down. Like, we discussed this in our, I think episode we discussed in second episode where we talked about body issues that how women are a competition for each other to like place So I think we come back to there Hamesha, I don't know that I might be differing from the topic but I think that when you are at your home you shouldn't feel competitive of anybody in your family But we you competition karo. For example, you share a great relationship with your sister Not your real sister but your cousin sister But you are always reminded of the of some kind of competition, like in beauty, in academics, in, in anything of that sort. Yeah, I'm saying
0: wait, 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 also.
1: Ha, wait, Right. My sister grew up with me, and we share a great bond but we are often compared so much about so many things that percentage and she looks this way, she is tall, she is short, she has such kind of hair, she is this and unknowingly that affects our relationship somewhere. Even though we don't want to affect our relationship, but we always competition in the room we also start seeing the same thing. It's wrong
0: in the sense that it doesn't only affect your understanding of how your relationship is supposed to be with your sisters, but it also ruins how your relationship is supposed to be with other women that you're supposed to befriend. Because it becomes so weird. Ki you grow up and because I grew up with my cousins, I don't have like a direct what do you call it? Oh my God.
1: Real, real. sister.
0: Yeah secret. I don't have a real sister. I have cousin sisters who lived away and there was one who I literally grew up with, so, but there was always this aspect and it was not even about studies. Fuck that. Who cares, right? When it comes to women, uh, the world is going to compare you when it comes to money later on. But now when you're growing up, it's always about how you look. And all my sisters, there are fairer, they're are taller, and they're they're skinnier. And I'm none of those things. So ever since they grew up and I am growing up with them, I have always been reminded that I am the least good-looking sister out of the bunch, just constantly. And your sisters will never point it out to you that, oh, maybe you should do something about it, because they love you, they're younger to you, they grew up with you, they are understanding of who you are is beyond how you look, right? Because your experience, your relationship has always been other than looks. It's always been about the interior. It's always been about the fun that you can have with each other. But other people don't see that. Other people don't see my relationship with my cousins as something beautiful. Because I love them. I love them to death. And I can say for a fact that they love me too. And we fight for each other with our mothers, with our parents and other family members. We fight just regularly. But I won't be lying if I say that I was not made to feel as if I'm lesser than them because I they look better than me. And that happens a lot in my family. It's only recently that I have stopped caring about looks and how I look. But in, uh, I guess, five years ago, it was something that was always running in my head whenever I met them because it, I was made to feel like I am the most bad looking person in the bunch and when i look back at my photos i see that insecurity in my eyes like that insecurity doesn't exist anymore but i know for a fact that if i were to look at a photo of myself like seven years ago i can see it in my eyes who
1: was i trying to be yeah same experience that we are like four sisters and one of my sister is really really beautiful and I feel happy for her because she looks great and I'm really happy for her. But exactly, you always think that she looks really good in everything she wears and this and that. or. It happens है हैं जितने are four people, हैं उन get rid quality. For example, you were too good in studies, and I uh, was good in studies, and for example, my wife very beautiful. So, everyone gets rid of one quality, and compare it to everyone, that this quality is but it है not come to
0: you. It becomes a label that, best
1: Haan, so, to tum tumme, karna Haan, iske jaise they don't say you to look up to your sisters as your sisters being a strong, independent women standing up for their choices. I mean, when we are 12, not But still, when you look into hindsight, you wanted to become an independent, strong woman. But nobody was actually teaching you about that. But just comparing So uh, to get to a topic that we were both very
0: excited to talk about, which included us scrutinizing ourselves and who we used to be, which we love doing anyway, Uh, but the topic of beauty versus brains and how our life is like a living testament that that sentiment exists and that we have existed in a life where we have had to fight between either being beautiful or being brainy and how we were made to feel that those two cannot coexist and we were looking forward to talking about this topic so Nitya
1: totally I think we both were very great in academics but ki we were getting like ninety plus marks always. And uh, we weren't conventionally beautiful, hai society i conventionally her podcast people too because that's how we are going. But huh <laughs> so hum conventionally society ke se beautiful key ninesmen fault, and we were just kids who are great in academics. So I think what we're not according to Indian society is because we are at least good in academics. I wasn't very much aware about this thing until very recently I saw an episode of Queer Eye where women talk about how she belongs from Asia and how this concept was instilled in her mind that she has to always either be beautiful or be somebody who's very intelligent. And uh, I felt that so much because I think this was something which we struggled with.
0: We were, it was always like we had to overcompensate by doing well in academics because it was the label that we had been given that you're good in studies, and that is it. You know, can't get You know, you will have the world at your feet. And it doesn't happen like that. But that's something that we know now. But when we were being the gifted prodigal children that we were back in school, that we had to overcompensate by studying and getting good marks because we knew that we couldn't be good looking. Because if we were considered good looking, then automatically. Full marks love, you know? Like, tumhari beauty kar legi manage. Ki agar thode achhe marks nahin bhi hai, toh koji nahin. Good looking hai. Koji na koji mili jayega. You know, ladka mil jayega. Woh bhot hai. And that mentality is so screwed up. Like, unpe toh reflect karta hi hai ki unka thinking kaise ha. But it really undermines how we think about women ourselves as well. Ki jo sundar hai, woh hundred percent dumb hai. That's it. And that is like such a big joke, right? Dumb, blonde bimbo. That is a big joke. If she's blonde and if she's good looking, she's 100% dumb. Don't expect her to say something intelligent. And who's intelligent? The girl who's like nerdy looking, wearing glasses, who's like short and stout and her hair is always frizzy and who doesn't care, mein ghoom rahi hai. Wo bandhi, you can expect her to be super intelligent. But you can't expect her to be beautiful. So beautiful, beautiful when she's skirt pehen ke baal straight karke party mein that is the only time she will be considered beautiful.
1: Very Nana behavior from Ye javani and Devani.
0: I hate that film, but that's it. Like those are the only stereotypes that women growing up have heard all their lives. Ki if you're good looking. Then, yeah, okay, if you भी not किया तो चलेगा it's okay. But if you're not good-looking, oh, ho oh, oh, ho If full marks, then your life is over. Because if you're good to do good good company. You 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 I'm not bad-mouthing my family. But something like that happens with me. Ki I'm asked to perform well to earn more to get married to find someone who will accept me the way i am i'm like unko chodo tum karo why can't you accept me first you have not accepted me first how do i expect someone in the future who probably will never i don't even know if that person exists to accept me when you guys are putting me in a cage of you can just be this one person and then everything else you need to overcompensate by this one good thing that you have
1: I don't that we our studies. को. It was something that we really liked to do, but it was a project that this is the only thing we have in ourselves.
0: Overcompensating in the sense that we had accepted that we can't be good looking. Yeah. So we stopped caring about it. And Mm. we only cared about what we were doing with marks. I'm not saying that I hated studying. I I am a sort of a nerd. It was just that, right? There was nothing else in my school life that I can look back and say, I was having fun. I was not. So it was just me studying and hating everybody else. That was just it. I was a spiteful person.
1: I think we actually stopped caring about being good looking and just... (laughs) We <laughs> have time kar diya tha, mein, and made it our only motto that you know, we like not with our looks. It was something that that we can't be good looking and everything, but still we didn't care about it because the dilemma is that we are thinking about that whole time, that is insecurity, yet we are not caring about it.
0: And hating everybody who cares about it, even, even, even a yeah. little bit. Hating yeah. every girl who cares about how she looks. Oh, you have a problem. Take care of studying. You will become your looks. Which is hmm. such a misogynistic sentiment to have.
1: I totally agree and with that school there was another girls divide two demarcations somebody who is very girly girly and somebody who is tomboyish and we were very like हम epitome of the tomboy and basically हम लोग girlie girly नहीं थे और तो सबसे cringe worthy बात थी जो अब हमें समझ आती है कि हम बाकी जो लड़कियां थीं जो conventionally beautiful थीं हम हमेशा अपने एक ही statement पे life paste कर देते थे personality paste करते थे कि we are not like other girls who are little feminine and who used to put nail paints or makeup for example and the thing where it it comes from is कि when we are men ya boys behaviour superior lagta hai. and that's why we get very much attracted towards that और जो जो feminine चीज़ होती है जो हमेशा weak consider ki
0: which is our internalized misogyny that we don't realize ki, we automatically glorify whatever we consider manly, a manly trait for someone to have and we glorify that and we use that as our way of rebellion against whatever is considered feminine because, oh, I can't be good-looking so I'm going to hate on everybody who's good-looking. That somehow, I don't know, justifies the fact that I'm not. So now, <laughs> I don't consider myself good-looking so I'm going to behave badly also. So just minus, both of them minus. Kar do, you know, society ke society. And that's... That is how we sort of justify being a tomboy in our head. I am rejecting everything that is like putting shackles on me. Everything that is feminine is being used against me to put me down. So I will reject everything that femininity gave me and I don't know, find refuge in masculine aspects of
1: life. As women, we are not just, we are not given choices. We always this is your thing, that's how you do it. That's how you should do it. So what's happening? We hate women who are doing this and we also hate women who are doing this. And it's just misogyny everywhere and we don't realize and we just keep putting women down. Uh, We spoke about this in our
0: uh, body issues wala episode as well, right? It's just a never-ending competition. And when you delve deeper into those groups that you were a part of, we were tomboyish and we were also studious so we were neither girly and nor good looking so we automatically hate what comes under the other two boxes that we are not and we don't hate it because oh okay yeah hate but we actually hate it because we kind of somewhere want that you know we want to be a girl and be appreciated for it and I don't know get attention for it and be good looking it is not only just misogyny that we present towards other women but it's also internalized for ourselves as well I will hate everybody who's in front of me but I will also hate myself so I don't like any girl I don't like myself I don't like them I don't like any girl. I being girly is wrong then I'm not being girly then why do I still hate myself? right mm. Uska answer I do not like any girl. I was not seeing it's misogyny just simply that and I hated myself because I was misogynistic because I did not have a good understanding of what beauty standards are and I hate myself the way I look or the way I don't look, or the way I want to be, or the way that I am because I'm not lacking anything. I've just put myself in this bubble of self-hatred that I can't penetrate myself and outside, you don't know what's going on. So how will they penetrate it?
1: Makes so much sense. I <laughs> question The first step of understanding the problems that you are having is actually asking yourself the questions that Shishti just put. Like, what do I want for myself? Because nobody outside of yourself actually asks you that question. Because as women, we are always just given orders and not asked, what do you What do you actually want? I think feminism really helped us to be more aware about all of these things and to understand women better. And I guess there were
0: a few steps that we went through to actually consider ourselves feminists because there was once a point like in the very beginning when we understood, okay, shit, maybe what I'm doing is not, not right. The first step in always becoming better is understanding that you have been wrong. I remember when I understood what feminism stood for and I inherently understood it as something that is just for women. Like, it's a woman problem and it's our responsibility to stand up for women and not put them down and, oh, she can wear whatever she wants, she's not asking for it. And I think that is where it stopped. Like, it didn't mean anything else. For my understanding of feminism, that is where it started and stopped. That's it. And even that in so many ways is flawed. But where did you uh, first get introduced to that like topic of feminism i think
1: 10th history you read it somewhere His, <laughs> history mein ka padha tha or some English class. I'm so sure. <laughs> and then I remember my history teacher clearly saying this word. I was first time in 10th class and I got to thought, okay, this is something. And I think that there was just Facebook and Instagram. Itna tha. So it wasn't something that social media taught. It was totally in my text. it was not like that because
0: I was on Twitter since 2013. 20- 13. So I was exposed to social media quite early because of uh, me joining the One Direction fandom. So I guess my understanding of feminism came from there. I mean it in this sense as well, that when I was exposed to them and the fandom and, and when I was introduced to women from so many different backgrounds and just interact with each other because of this one band, it stopped being about them and it became about so many more things where I interacted with women my age who were not a part of my social culture, who were in different countries as I slowly started putting some input in in my brain as well, okay, this is how my life connects to that and okay maybe that is what I was doing wrong. Slowly and gradually, I became sensitized to that idea of what feminism is for me that time. Of course, it evolved into a lot of different things later on in my life. I, one thing I have to mention, I was bullied for this also, for liking One Direction because oh my god, look at you. You're, you're such a tomboyish person and you listen to One Direction. Oh my god, what is wrong with you. so I just had to say it I mean I'm saying ki yeah I was a hateful spiteful person but there were a lot of reasons for me to dislike a lot of people in school and a lot of girls in school because a lot of girls also had a hand in bullying me I was not going up to someone and calling them names I was just hating them personally but yeah it doesn't justify th- because I was still hating them it doesn't justify my hatred if I can forgive myself for being misogynistic and growing up I think I can forgive them as well so that's something that I'm still dealing with <laughs> it's not solved i'm still salty about it because it did
1: hurt but yeah so that's all for this episode so tell us did we make any sense on our gmail do we make sense 2020 or on our ig handle do we make sense thanks for listening and we'll be back with another episode Bye-bye. bye bye